just want to thank everyone out there who's showed their support towards the podcast. It's been absolutely amazing. And if you've got any mates out there who've uh, got a few proper true yarns and uh, or someone who you know who's a mad dog who might want to come on and spin a few to us, uh, send it through. And uh, if you do one favour for me that would be absolutely incredible, click on the proper true yarn podcast, go to your settings of that and uh, hit auto download because we all know how uh, terrible the phone service in Australia is and I hate the old episode be cut short due to um, terrible phone service. So if you get that auto downloaded, um, we'll be all good to go and there'll be no interruptions. Oh, yeah. Thanks, guys. Did that really fucking happen? This ripper bloke called Knuckles, some call him the big knuck, spinning stories tall and true that'll make you say, holy fuck, the cities to the outback on the highway or the farm, crack a cold one with Knuckles and tell us a proper true yarn. Welcome to the Proper Tree Yarn Podcast, the uh, show which we extract the best stories from uh, the best people around the world and uh, Jack Archdale, Jarchi, we'll just... Uh, after every break, Josh, we like to just have a, what I call truth serum. Truth serum. It, it extracts the best out of you as I fucking spill off the thing. Not worse than Rude Jude did the other day, but <laughs> cheer, buddy. Cheers down the neck of her. As Jude said yesterday, down the hatch, big snatch. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going like, to adopt the, that into our sayings, but um, yeah, yarn then about um, giving your brother a bit of hiding out. Yeah. Any. Um, any other biffs in your time or what? I have. I'm not a – look, by no means am I a brawler. But just go – trolling through life, mate, you tend to get fucking punched occasionally, especially with a face like mine and a lip. You tend to get in a bit of strife. <laughs> there was one that stands out. I grew up playing rugby union, so I didn't play rugby league. And at uni, we'd have this fucking rugby league competition every year. So I was like, this was my first game of rugby league ever. And I'm getting in a fucking punch on with the crowd. So, yeah, yeah, with the fucking crowd. Oh so fucking, we're fuck, we're playing footy, like we're playing rugby, yeah, rugby league. It's sort of, and a bunch of us were union boys, so we're still getting the grasp with the whole fucking thing and whatever. But I loved it. I was like, this is fuck. I was like, fuck. I wish I played this game growing up. Absolutely loved it. We were, I was probably nineteen at the time, nineteen or twenty years old, and these fucking cunts from the other team had come around to our side of the. Um, Field, you know what I mean? And they were, they were probably 27 odd, like, and they were just dr- blind as bats and just fucking dribbling shit and just tearing strips off us all. And so we're sort of giving it to them on the, like, you know, when I was waiting to go on, I was like, shut the fuck up, cunts, like, fuck <laughs> off, yeah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. And they're just being proper pests, proper fucking pests. Anyhow, I, I'm finally, I get, I get on the field, like I run on the field, so I'm just playing footy and apparently on the sideline, they tried to give it to one of the blokes. Oh, man, he was 70 years old. Yeah, right. They're trying to start him. One of my boys, like one of my mates had fucking dislocated his shoulder and fucked his shoulder and one of them come down and like was talking to him and like patting him on the shoulder and oh, shit, like just oh, being fucking oh. like cunts, you know. Yeah. To the point where I like, you know, people were just, they were just pests. Yep. Anyhow, fucking, I'm playing footy and I just see it start to kick off, like a bit of a blue kick off and my best mate, Toby Locke was in the midst of it. He's a big toothy cunt. So I saw his teeth from a mile away. I'm like, fuck, I need to protect this cunt's ivory because if he gets them knocked out, that's going to be painful. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm on the field. We're playing a game and it's sort of happening off the field and I'm like, oh, fuck the cotton. I'm going in. <clears throat> so I sprint in, get into the middle of the brawl and get a hold of one of these blokes 
And he goes, mate, no punches, no punches, don't throw punches. And I said, mate, I haven't thrown a punch. And he just goes, fucking crack. <laughs> Drives one straight down my fucking gullet. And I had the hair down past my shoulders. My girlfriend at the time was sitting on the sideline. She's like, bro, every time you got punched, it was like, whoosh, my hair would whiplash back. Because, <laughs> man, this bloke, so then we just go toe to toe, man, this bloke grab each other and it's just punch for punch, punch. And every time he drills me, it's just goosh, goosh, goosh. What must look fucking wild. And, um, like he dog shot at me, the cunt, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, fucking, but he probably got the better on me in that stink. Like, yeah. I, the only, I only had a, gut, a cut on my gum. Like, it wasn't like he fucked me up. Yeah. But he got the better of me. And I was a bit salty about it. <laughs> anyway, the brawl's going on for a fair while. Like, and it's, you know, bro, it's broken off into different <clears> pockets and shit. And one of my mates, Tommy Clyburn, the bloke that drilled me first, I see Tommy just fucking sideswipe him. And he falls to the ground and I go, here's my opportunity. <laughs> so I sprint up to this cunt as he's getting up off the ground and I just fucking cock back and <laughs> drive it straight fucking into him. <laughs> and anyway, then we get into it and there's a bit more of a biff and it all fucking dies down. And um, I broke my hand on him yeah, right. with that dog shot punch. <laughs> when I punched him on the ground, oh, God, I fucking deserved yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, broke yeah. my hand, the scar's there. Like I've still, I've got two pins in it. I had to get yeah. full surgery and shit. <laughs> full fucking surgery, completely cooked it. The next week they were out for blood. And there was this festival at Bathurst called Village Fair, which was like just a bloody festival for everyone in Bathurst to go to. And, mate, in uni and especially in Bathurst and shit, yeah, there's a lot of sort of, Drugs and shit that get around, right? And I'd never t- been in a good country, but I'd never taken drugs before. Yeah. Never done it before and I've never done it since. So I get to this festival, mate, and I am wigging out. <laughs> I'm like the grass is moving weird and shit and I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't like this feeling. I'm like, I fucking should have stuck to the grogs, like just fuck, stick to rum, cunt. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck me. And um, the mob that we got in the stink with the week before were there looking to bash the shit out of me, yeah. like looking to flog the fuck out of me. <laughs> And I'm going, this is the worst timing ever, ever. Because I'm fucking wigging out already. Now I've got a mob on my fucking tail trying to flog the fuck out of me. Got to the point where I go, I've just got to leave. I'm I'm fucking out of here. So I leave the festival and I walk back up to our dorms and that. And then I was like, (laughs) the next day, the next day my mates were like, um, like we're all at brekkie and shit after the next day. I'm like, to be honest with you, mate, I don't even know if that fucking thing did anything to me. And they said, mate, we came back from the festival six hours later and you were sitting in your dorm room playing DJ Hero, not blinking. They go, I think it did, buddy. <laughs> it was a fuck. It's a fucking brother. It was, but it was a good time. Oh, fucking. And no other kick-ons happened with them, the other boys after that, mate. It was just, that was a sort of. That was it. That it was, was done it, and yeah. dusted. Like I bumped into a couple of them like at the pubs after that and it was fine. Yeah. It was just like, it is what yeah, it is, is mate. It is, yeah. You know? And in the end, hey, he got the first one on you as a doggy. He did. So. He was a naughty, naughty boy, that yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, one doggy gets the other doggy. <laughs> And that's even. <laughs> it's, it's, it's even. even. It's even. That's We're what back I thought. To zero. And I fucking broke my hand. Yeah. And fuck, the cunt was puffed up, two pins, surgery. So I went through a whole rim roll. He was out drinking, having a great time. Yeah, enjoying life. Yeah, what it was a... bad, brother. <laughs> mate, talk about getting the shit kicked out of you, mate. I still remember one time I was an apprentice in Emerald. Back then in Emerald, there was a heap of tong and fruit pickers. And they were fucking terrorising town, man. Like they were fake. It was, it was actually pretty bad. 
they were like a heap of dog shots and you sort of young cunts wouldn't wouldn't go out, man. And like they sort of had a stronghold in town anyway. It was about a second year apprentice and we had this fucking apprentice with us. And he was a borderline midget. Like he wasn't he didn't have the ticket, but like he was like he was one of them hybrid fellas, like he was he was there, you know. And um he's a good, good fella. And so like, just a short bloke. Just a short bloke. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, pretty much. And um, but a dumb little cunt in the sense that I'll come back to the blue yarn up, but I'd say to him, I'd say, hey, mate, he's very good on the tools. Yeah. Very good on the tools. But I'd say, but dumb on the books. I'd say, mate, for fuck's sake, just copy all my answers, just copy off, copy off me and you'll you'll slide through this easy. Henry, our, our old teacher, he, he didn't give a fuck. I said, mate, I'll get you through. Anyway. So we'd get the results back, you know, I'd get 85%. He fails. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I want to go, I told you to copy. He goes, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, man, I know. But he said, I didn't didn't want them to, them to know that I was copying, you know. So I, I just changed a few of the different ones around. I said, I'm not going to get 100%, you fuckhead. <laughs> so he's fucked so himself. he's fucked himself by not properly copying. I'm like, you're a fucking moron. Like, bros, you know, like, That's I'm great. smart, but I'm not that smart. Anyway, so we're out in the town and we're running the fuck. And um, there's a massive, massive, fucking massive Tongan fella there and he's picking on a little apprentice, mate. And I've walked up and said, mate, you'd have to be the biggest piece of shit in the world. I said, mate, you are fucking six foot five and fucking built like a brick shit is. And you're picking on clearly a bloke that can sue the council for fucking building the footpath too, too close to his ass. You know, like, <laughs> you, you, you're a piece of shit. Anyway, this bloke goes to me. He goes, I never fucking heard that. That's and he goes, proper. Oh, and, fuck, that's funny. And he goes, hey, and what are you going to do about it, man? And I've locked. Cocked back, and I was, I don't know, I was a big boy back then. Yeah. I've cocked back and went fucking crack, and I've hit this fucking, the most hardest, flushest, square punch button right on the jaw punch I've ever done in my life. Yeah. And this big fella just stood there and just shook his head. No. No, no shit, man. And I've just gone, fuck. He punched the living fuck out of me. <laughs> fucking back. I'd go up, he'd go down, I'd go down, he'd go, he fucking smoked me, man. And from then on, I'm like, no way, no way. Lesson learned, the little fucker can stick up for himself. 100%. <laughs> he, At least he can punch up and hit the cut in the cod. He can fucking hit him right bang in the cods because <laughs> and I've never fucking been in a dust up with a tongue and sense because fuck that. Mate, yeah, I just, but yeah, I learned me lesson. Yeah, 100%. Fuck. It's too much stress, brother. Oh, mate. Too big. Oh, and too tough. <laughs> mate, ridiculous. Like it's just Na- natural, naturally built men that are fucking just, yeah, I still I remember a good friend of mine, Shane Gainer, Shane, Shane Ganter. Yeah, that's shot Shane, Shane Ganter. Shane Ganter. Shane Ganter. We might get Gantz on his bit of a weapon. <laughs> yeah. He um he is the same, he's a big boy. And um I, I so two things happened this night. I seen him knock a bloke, and he at the time, um, we, I was training in the gym with him, and we'd go to the gym, and um he was going for pro raw, which is that massive power man competition. So yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He'd squat 410. Fucking hell. Yeah, he he put on, I mean, once one morning at the dice at Matt Camp, he put on 280 on the bench. And he goes, Can't. He goes, yeah. He goes, Nux, you gonna spot me? No. I said, I said 
Yeah, bro, so I can, but what, what the fuck can I do? I said, this bar goes, it'll take your fucking neck off, cunt. Jesus so Christ. Instant amputee from the shoulders up. He goes, but he reckons, no, nah, he goes, he said he can lock it. He said he just needs that initial oh. initial push off and that initial little, little, that little, little I'm like, I'll take 10 kilos off the fucking weight gun. Like, you know, like, <laughs> anyway, but he was a mass, massive man. Anyway, I remember one night at Emerald. Top stairs of the Leichhardt. He hit a bloke and it was about 20 stairs deep and the bloke didn't touch a stair on the way down. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, no shit, man. And so then you're talking about kicking off wars and there was a bit of a Barney inside. Anyway, all good. So me and Gantz and Bear Richardson went down at the fucking Pines takeaway and a busload of fellas, full maxi taxi full of fellas rocks up mm. to, come, to come square it out. Anyway. The fucking door of the maxi taxi opens. Gantz steps into the maxi taxi, closes the door. I thought the fucking maxi taxi was fucking going to convulse. Like it's <laughs> here, there, he stepped out of the maxi taxi, fucking just blew the whole lot up, man. Just <laughs> that's like a fucking cartoon, proper man. Like, like, you imagine being that cab driver. Oh. <laughs> Oh, fuck it. <laughs> what is... Oh, fucking... Did, he would have been caring thinking that Gantz was... Mate, he just cleared the whole fucking maxi taxi full of blokes and fucking... That's, and, that's and stepped out, man. Fucking unbelievable. Mate, them boys, they're just naturally strong. Yeah, 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 yeah. Just naturally fucking... But, like once we're warriors, fucking... Fucking strong, man. That... That is the most gangster shit I've ever fucking heard. Pro, mate, can, can I give you that tip? Can I tell you one thing I'm not doing? Get it in a maxi taxi, closing the door and trying to stink cunts. Because you know what'll happen? I'll close the door and then two seconds later, the door will open again and my limp body will roll out onto the fucking tarmac. Down. <laughs> Take this motherfucker away. Like what did this cunt that he was gonna do? Like I don't have a chin, so I can be chinned, weirdly enough, pretty fucking easily. In a confined space too, man. Oh bruh. Like, yeah. I'll, I'm, I'm going to try to get Gantz down for this fight night, bro, to come out, man. He's a fucking, yeah, just to come out with, you know, add a bit of, yeah. Should be interesting, the fight night, mate. I'm pretty stinging. Oh, mate, I can't wait, eh? Give, have uh, you got any fucking goss on fucking Groper for me? I, uh, yeah. So I'm fighting a bloke called Groper who's yeah. on the Reggie's, the Reggie's, Reggie's podcast. podcast. So I've got, I, so Groper's been in six fights. Yep. And he's fucking lost six fights. Well, fuck, don't fucking tell me that. Because the pressure's now, if, I'm, if I fucking lose... I'm fucked. Fuck, I didn't think about it like that. <laughs> but it also is good news. Yeah. But then again, mate, I haven't won that fucking many either, so we're probably going in an even playing but field. But saying that too, Groper isn't fucking doing training sessions with Volkanovski. That's true, That's brother. That's true. He doesn't have the fucking Volk in us. I actually should get in touch with the, you know the Volk followed me the other day? True. One of the coolest fucking... Mate. That's fucking unreal. Oh, this is deadly as fuck. Yeah, he's he a good is bloke, a, man. Oh, mate, he is the nicest fucking bloke. Like even... When I fucking first did a first interview with him, yeah. So this is a proper true yarn. I bloody um, mate, I fucking how did it come about? How did you get to a stage where not not to a stage, but how you go? Oh, you got to go and interview Volk. So Ko Ko hit me up because uh, I'd been I'd done a couple of videos for Ko, and so they'd hit me up and they're like, "Hey, we've got an opportunity to bloody um to interview Volkanovski if you like before his fucking next fight," and I was like. Mate, that uh, that sounds absolutely epic. And cheers, Bungie. You're right, brother. And um, I said, mate, that'd be great. W- when is it? And they're like, oh, it's fucking Sunday, the whatever. And I go, holy dooly, I'm like one of my best mates of all time, one of my oldest boys. 
his bucks was the day before. <laughs> and I'm like, but I can't turn down this opportunity. No fucking way. So I said to Lou, who I do a podcast with, I said to Lou, I was like, Dale, you've got to text me at 12 and say, Judge, go to bed. Anyway, we have a great day. We're down in Kangaroo Valley playing fucking golf and drinking tins and then back to his house and we're fucking ripping in. Lou sends me a text at 12. She's like, Jachi, bedtime buddy. You told me to text. Here's the text. And I just went, <laughs> I was like, fuck off, Lou. <laughs> I'm on one, motherfucker. <laughs> you had not tell me what to do, motherfucker. Daddy's going drinking. <laughs> so I'm fucking, anyway, I had to leave at 8.30 that next morning to drive to fucking see Volk to interview him that afternoon. And I look at my watch and it's 6 a.m., 5.30, 6 a.m. And I go, oh, for fuck. For <laughs> haven't been to bed yet. I haven't been to bed and I go, fuck me swinging. I've got to get some fucking kip here. So I went and catch a couple of Zs, wake up at like 8, quarter past 8 or whatever. And I'm like, oh, fuck, fuck, I've got to go. i got to go. Anyway, jump in the car, get my shit together. Don't say goodbye to any kind of a fuck off, everyone. Just <laughs> get, get me out of here. Jump in the car and I'm driving and I'm getting – he was in the Southern Highlands and I get about 10 kilometres, 10, 15 k's and I'm like, fuck, my leg is burning. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I'm wearing footy shorts and I just lift up my footy shorts and there's this fucking huge tick that's just burrowed itself into my leg and I'm like – I'm like, no, not now, like, not right now. <laughs> and you know how you got to get tweezers and like get into them and so their head doesn't fucking stay in. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. And I'm trying to get in with my fucking fingers and it's not working like I fucking don't have fingernails. And bloody, I can feel because when the more you squeeze them, the more they put their fucking venom into you. Yeah, and I can feel it going in. I'm like, for fuck's sake! And because we'd played golf, I had a bag of teas, golf yeah. teas, and I'm fucking, mate. I'm still fucked at this stage, you know. <laughs> yeah. And I'm going, oh, that's a good idea. So I get two teas together, and I'm getting the edge of the teas and like trying to clamp him and lift him out. And I mean, I would have just, I would have just that kind of ejaculated every fucking bit of venom he had into this leg. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I eventually get him out, and I actually got him out with the head, and I'm like, okay, thank God. But, mate, my leg was cramping the whole trip the way up. There was this fucking huge bruise on my leg and it was, like, going dead. So not only am I fucking criminally hungover and fucked, I've now got a fucking dead leg that's, like, stinging and sore and, like, cramping and shit. I'm like, oh, I'm going to fuck – I feel like I'm going to die. But the best thing about Volk – so I had 10 minutes with him yeah. and I'd prepared questions and shit. Like, I'd prep for the interview because I'm like, you can't go in there cold cocked. Like, it's just fucking – Is it your first ever interview? I'd never interviewed anyone yeah, in my yeah, life. Yeah, thrown right in the deep end. Pretty much. But then the best thing was I wasn't at all because it was with Volk. Yeah. Mate, he is such a gentleman – and I actually said to him before the interview, I was like, brother, I've just got to let you know, it's my fucking, it's my, fuck, my leg feels itchy just thinking, like I've got like post-traumatic <laughs> stress in it. I'm like, fucking, is the cunt still there? Um, <laughs> no shit. <laughs> and um, I said, mate, I'll be honest with you, it's my first interview, I've never done this before. And he goes, oh, yeah, brother, no sweat. And, mate, he just looked after me, I reckon, because I'd ask him a question and he would just answer for like two minutes. Yeah. You know what I mean? He'd do it. Yeah. You're not like, yeah, mate, no, it'd be a good fight. He's just like, yeah, mate, I think you know, it'd be a great fight because I've been prepping for And he just, he, he fucking cuddled me <laughs> through, the, through the He show. did, mate. And he was fucking awesome. And then one of the greatest compliments of all time was after the interview was done. He goes, was that really your first interview, brother? I said, yeah. And he goes, fucking killed it, bro. Killed it. And I was just like, thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, cheers, bro. Thanks, brother. <laughs> Everything's fine. I'm not that fragile. Everything's fine. <laughs> he he's a fucking good man, and it's grouse to have someone like him be such a deadly champion for Australia. Yeah, definitely. Like 
He's the best fight. Pound for pound, he's the fucking goat, dude. Absolutely. Ian, both of us are there. That motherfucker won in Perth, bro. Mm. He won in fucking Perth. Mate, man. like, and even as we said, yeah, fucking oath he did. And even as we said afterwards, we're like, he got the loss there, like, from the judges, but, like, his stock went up post that. Oh, definitely. Because everyone was like, he fucking bitched him. The reason old mate <coughs> wins is because he's got more time on the ground with you and while he's got you on the ground, you're doing sharkers to the crowd, having to laugh. Calling like, him a bitch. Call, calling him a hitting bitch. Hitting him in the fucking, fucking head. Fucking ramping the crowd up and he gets points because he's got you on the ground and that's not a fucking win. Well, apparently they, like, because of that, there was talk of considering reevaluating the rules because Volk was so comfortable. He yeah, was never in danger. At all. And this cunt's just clocking up points and he's calling him a fucking bitch, hitting him in the face, going, yeah. fuck you, shuckering. Yeah. And you're like, you are the deadliest cunt yep. of all time. When the ground game, I'm not a big UFC person, but the ground game isn't his game. No. Yeah. And he just fucking, just fucking, yeah, no, she's a fucking unbelievable. But you, um, that's not your first time with Volk either. Well, that was the first time. No, no. Then, yeah, after that. Yeah. After that. Yeah. Well, actually, there's a bit of a fucking trend here. Yeah. I don't even know if I should be fucking saying it because the KO will be like, why the fuck are we getting this guy? So I went and tr- like did training with Volk. Yep. And same thing the night before. I don't even know what I had on, but it was Origin. It was State of Origin, one yep. of the games. And I'd li- I was live streaming with the Hello Sport Boys. And their studio is like a big boys' playground. They yeah, got nice. time crisis in the corner. They got pool. They got darts. So whenever we do a live stream, we just get fucking blind during the live stream and then we shut off the camera, kill the cameras. That's like she on now, boys. And we just play pool and sink pierce and fucking play darts and it's just awesome. Fuck yeah. And it was Origin and I'm like, i got Volk. i got to get up tomorrow at 7, drive down to Wollongong and train with Volk. So I said, boys, let's keep this respectable. You know what I mean? I said, if a, mid- a midnight finish is fucking perfection for me. No sweat. And you think when the you know, footy finishes at fucking 10 to 10 or whatever, you're like, yeah, I've got two, I can do two hours here and duck home. And then before you know it, it's 3 a.m. and you're like, holy fucking dooly, I've got to go home, boys. <laughs> I, 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 I've got to be up in four hours t- to drive to Wollongong. And I was going with Lou. It was for, the po- for our podcast. So Lou drives up to pick me up. I've probably had two hours sleep. She fucking pulls up and Lou is a notoriously terrifying driver. Like she is dog shit. But she's so well rested and fresh, mate. She's fresh as a daisy and I'm completely fucked. And she pulls up to my house, gets out of the front seat, just goes around to the passenger seat, jumps in. I'm like, yeah. Because as fucked as I am right now, <laughs> it is way safer for me to be driving than for you to be fucking driving us, Dale, because we're not, we're not getting there. We're not getting there. So we get down there it's like... So we did like a training session with Volt, which was fucking mad. It's just crazy to see the difference between like a average bloke and like a pro fighter. Just the way that like the way that he could fuck us up, mate. He he could fuck us a million different ways. And the thing is, he's not a big he's not a big no, man. No, he's not he, a huge he's bloke. Fucking what's what would he sit at? What probably seventy kilo? How how, how big would Volk be? Uh, uh, seventy odd kilo. What's what's one fucking one forty five? So. He'd be 75-odd kilos, I think. Yeah. He could... Like if, 145, what did I say? If, if he went into a proper cut, he could fucking be starting at Randwick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, like... 100%. He's not a big man. Like, no, you know, no, no, no. And, mate, the things that that bloke could fucking do to... Fucking to do to the bloke, that Tongan that smacked me, <laughs> would have killed him. Wrap him right up. What yeah. are we talking in terms of kilos? 65. 65. 65. There you go. 60, the jockey I had on the other day, Bubba Tilly's raced at 67. 
true. Yep. So we could get him on a big old fucking steed, we brother. Could, we could get him. In, we cut Volk up. He's fucking riding in the Everest. Post post <laughs> UFC, he should consider it. How Honestly, how grouse would it be seeing Volk fucking riding oh, a fucking. And you know the best part? He could probably even go lighter because he wouldn't need a helmet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> just, just slides off him. He's a mate, that's fucking, a great point, proper. And yeah. man, like no, we we just touched base with him just quickly as me and Tommy and Cambo were leaving the elevators, and mate, and he was that humble and that kind, mate. And, and like you said, as an athlete, Australian athlete, to represent you know our country on a world stage. He's the perfect bloke. What more would you want from a fucking man? Especially in a sport where brutality is paramount. Like, yep. it is a brutal fucking sport and you got mongrels all through that sport. Yeah. He's such a general, like, he's a shining light, I reckon, through. Oh, fucking. Th- through, like, man, I just, yeah, I just got fucking so much time for that. Oh, bloke. hands down, mate. Hands down. And who else was in that that training camp that you did with him? There was a few fellas. Like, I didn't know a lot of them. Cooper Johns was there, Matty yep. Johns' son. He's yep. a fucking good kid. Yeah. Really good bloke. He's Very good, funny. He's got good lip. He does, mate. Like, he's a, yeah, he's really good. got on with him. I reckon, I reckon, um, fucking maybe shout out to Coops for the fucking fight night. Because they oh, got yeah. the Matty Johns podcast, maybe not get him to fight, but have him involved sometime. Yeah, shit, yeah. yeah. I reckon yeah. that could be good. Yeah. He's great. He's a great bloke. Yeah, I've had I've had a few sessions with Matty. Have you? Yeah, yeah, because we do a fair bit of Fletch and Horny and that. And fucking, oh yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. He's a weapon too, mate. They're just they're just good Aussie blokes. Yeah, hundred percent. And they're just fucking Australian legends. Who, who else was it? You don't know who else was it? Matt Hui, Matt Hui's boys were there. Yeah, they, they were fucking grouse cunts. So I was like, me, Lou, Cooper, the Matt Hui's boys. We sort of linked up. Yeah. Then there was Marty and Michael. Those oh, blokes, Marty and Michael. The, the fuckers, I got to fight. So run me through this, mate. Yeah. Are you blowing them? Yeah, I'm blowing them. Fuck, I love that. So, I say, so is it, is, what's the sitch? Is it a tag? Fuck, can't, I cannot <laughs> wait for that. Is it a tag so team this, situation? This is why, yeah. So, mate, it's, I, I wanted one, one V2, you mm-hmm. know, because, you know, they're only little fellas and I'm a fat cunt. So I thought, <laughs> I thought well, even the scales up, but no, we've got fuck, Brizey. It's They've got me and Brizey. <laughs> Good luck, good luck, boys. A fight in Marty and Michael. Good luck, Marty and Michael. <laughs> good luck, fellas. <laughs> Should be a show. But, hey, but Bryce and I haven't been through a fucking Volkanovski fight camp either. That's true, brother. So That's you know, true. You know. But, you know, to be honest, I feel a bit rude saying this, but I don't know which one's Marty and which one's Michael, even though I met him, and I apologise for that. But one of them's a – he's a bigger bloke. Yeah, right. He's a bit of a big – probably 6'3". Yeah, right, that's okay. You know, I'm probably I've got a bit of timber on him. Like, Fuck there's a bit yeah. of weight to him. Bit of strength. No, mate, I, I'm, I'm fucking looking forward to it because, yeah, they um the boys reached out and said, because they've got their own podcast too, and they said they, they, they want to be a part of it. And I said, yeah, right, oh, sweet as, because, yeah, mate. That I'll, works out for you, Nark. Probably better than fucking you versus Willie Mason, mate. Too well, what I was having to worry about with Willie was. His size, his strength, his fucking animal fucking instincts. No, none of that. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck no. None of that even come into play, okay, mate. Yeah, okie doke. Mate, I was worried that we'd have to fucking interact the fucking or engage the insurance company after I took all his porcelain out and used them for fucking dinner plates. <laughs> He's got oh, i got to give it to you, bro. you got nuts. Like just tearing strips off Willie Mason. Nah, he's a good he, bloke. Mate, he looks, he's fucking. He, and he's trimmed up a bit. We, I was having a <laughs> off the, um. Off the back of the levels podcast, I was talking to Justin Horro, does it with Willie, and uh, mate, they're good boys. They're yeah, fucking, yeah, they're good boys. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're fucking legends. Real good blokes. But saying actually, Lukey, their um, 
their version of my Zach. Lukey's fighting, uh, representing the Levels podcast. Oh, true. Yeah, so so Horro wouldn't fight and, and Willie was too scared, so they've got Lukey <laughs> there. There's, they're the fellas behind the scenes that does all work. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Willie, mate, I'm, uh, I didn't say anything. Man. <laughs> nah, Willie's good. Nah, he's a great To bloke, be fair, mate, mate like... Willie was like, I reckon it's grouse what he's doing with the podcast and shit because it's like, you know, like there's a fucking finite amount of time that footy players can make. The f- they got to make hay while the sun shines, 100%. right? And a lot of them don't get these commentating jobs and shit. And to be fair, without being disrespectful and shit, Willie was just a mad brawler in for some motherfucker that I was like, maybe didn't picture him having a career in like media. Like I just didn't think he was that sort of bloke and that's on me. But he's fucking... Very articulate, fucking oh. knows his shit. Like he's just got it all put together, eh? For, he, he, you can see like his analytics and just listening to him talk about a game of football. Yeah, it's fucking. Yeah, he's not just a big dumb cunt. Like he's very fucking yeah, switched on. He's man. fucking switched on. Very switched on. Some of the funniest shit is when he's mic'd up on the field. Have you seen that? Oh shit? yeah, yeah. Grouse car, mate, massive. And but but you imagine back then like a little fucking your, your little boys and they've got to fucking tackle him, brother. Like. Uh, like I don't know how the I don't know how the fuck they do that. Like yeah. even Big Nelson Solomono, like how the fuck do you tackle him, Bruh, It's just like <laughs> that's why I used to feel sorry for like you know when Jonah Lamu was fucking playing Jonah Lamu, he bloody it was just a different breed. Yeah, and then when you saw Greg George Gregan take him down and like fucking save that try, you're like that is some fucking David versus Goliath shit there. And I'm like I don't have that in me. You know you know and I heard a yarn. Probably shouldn't say this, Sean, but they reckon, <laughs> you know what George Gregan's number one um, party trick was? What? They reckon Greg's could get a schooner glass and just flop the old fella in it and they'd fucking there'd be still be enough at the top of it. Explains the tackle, brother. Yeah, yeah. With a cock load, that explains. Yeah, he yeah. probably fucking lassoed the yeah. cunt. With the- <laughs> That's how he got him. <laughs> <laughs> he's been healing for years. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't reach the head, so he's a healer. <laughs> I've heard a similar yarn about um, fucking Wendell Saylor. He puts stuff. his cock in a schooner glass and it touches the bottom. Yeah, I, yeah, I've, yeah. I haven't seen it. I've, I've, I do the same trick. But mine just sits on the edge. <laughs> same, same. But it's a, but but it's in a seven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mine's one of these. It's, it's a shot glass. Little shotty. Yeah. <laughs> Look, darling, I'm touching the bottom. <laughs> Good, nice, darling. Good work. And there's, and there's a bit hanging out the top. Yeah, <laughs> I've got a very supportive girlfriend. Same. Very good, big boy. You're a big, big, big boy. Big, thank God, my missus got small hands. That's all. Fucking. <laughs> just remember, guys. Call out. It's my shout. And keep left and less fucking overtaken. Oh, yeah. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.